Hello, my dears. Welcome back to Main Character Energy with Josephine Moon. I'm hoping everyone has had a wonderful holiday, whether you're celebrating Christmas or Kwanzaa or just the time off that you had for work. I'm hoping you're having a wonderful end of the year because let's face it, this year was a fire dumpster of a year. And I know we all want to just put it in the past and never think about it again, whether you had some really crappy moments or you had some good moments, but it was overshadowed by how crappy of a year it was. Let's all just collectively take a big breath and let it go because it's absolutely in the past now. But I wanted to end this year kind of telling you guys how my year was because if you do know me or you know me from my regular Instagram or my regular life or you're a friend or whatever, I haven't really posted at all this year. I've been very private. I haven't really been on social media much. I took a hiatus, as you would say, until like August or September. So I wasn't on social media for about eight or nine months. No, I was not pregnant. No, I didn't have a baby. I was just dealing with my life and kind of taking a look at myself and trying to figure out what was going on because like many of you, my year absolutely sucked, but it also had some good moments in there. Some very, very few moments. I started off the year kind of breaking up with my boyfriend at the time. And then one of my closest family members got sick and then passed away. And then COVID started to happen. And I had just started a new job and then couldn't work at that job anymore because they didn't have the funds for it anymore because of COVID. And I was like, oh my God, what's going on with my life? And I was trying to like figure out what's going on because it's a really depressing year. Well, I'm saying all this in like one breath and it's just reminding me how crappy of a year it was. But there's a lot of that happened. And that's only up until like March or April of what I just said. So it's been a very crazy year for me. And <laughs> I can laugh about it now, kind of, not really. But I have learned a lot about myself, probably like everyone else has. Hopefully you've taken this year, all the good and the bad and learned something new about yourself, whether it was something tiny or something big. And I've learned that, you know what? Yes, I am a strong person, but I also need to be a vulnerable person. And that is something that does not come easy to me. If I'm a Scorpio, I think one of the main things about Scorpio is that they're very private. They're very, I wouldn't say sneaky, but they are very private people. And <laughs> that is me to my core. My mother just called me. She's like, what, Zoe, are you, you're going somewhere? Where are you going? I was like, places, mother, places. <laughs> like, I'm just a very private person and I don't know why. Well, I do know why, but we're not going to get into that right now. But that's just how I am. And this year's taught me that I need to be more vulnerable with people and kind of take a look at the relationships I have and if they're serving me or if they're just kind of taking from me and learning... <laughs> And kind of learning how I can fix that or if it's something I need to let go of. So that's been a big thing for me this year. And there has been a lot of bad, as I said, I had a family member pass away at the very beginning of the year, my closest family member to me. Uh, I broke up with my boyfriend. I actually kind of let go of a lot of friends that I realized were just really crappy friends. And it was kind of a very lonely year for me. I'm not gonna lie, it was a very lonely year. I was living in a beginning of the year, I was living in an apartment with three other people. One of them used to be like my best friend and we no longer speak because as I said, I've learned that I had crappy friends and that was really awkward and just uncomfortable. And then I moved into a new apartment with like a random girl and she didn't really speak much. 
So it was just a really lonely year and you can't really do anything or travel or anything. And Zoom FaceTimes get boring and old after like the first two weeks that we thought we were going to be shut down for, which is a laugh, but it is what it is. For the summer, I was just like, okay. And the summer for me was, I wouldn't say the most difficult, but it was really hard because at the beginning of the summer, as everyone knows, there was a lot of social injustice happening. And in New York, it was crazy because there were the riots going on and it was really scary because I could like see what was happening outside of my apartment. I could hear like the screams and the fights and all the craziness that was going on. And it was just so overwhelming. I was like, oh my gosh, this really is history that we're living in. It is history. And I don't think I've had many of those moments in my... 20 years of life. I was like, I feel like I'm actually living through history. But this is one of those moments where the whole world was just on fire. The photos and photos and videos that you saw on Instagram were just so terrifying, where it was just like buildings and stores on fire, things that had been um, boarded up. It was just crazy. So the summer for me was just so overwhelming. So I went back home for a week in like June, I think. I was like, I just need to get away for a week. I need to be with my family and see some old friends if they're around. And it was just like a good reawakening for me. And then I came back to New York and it was like crazy depressing again. So (laughs) what a world we're living in. It's just circle, 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 cycle, you know? But this year for me has been insane. And towards the end of the summer, I was just so unhappy and so I don't want to say depressed because I was technically fine like I had money in my account I had my health I hadn't experienced any of COVID actually affecting me or my family so technically I was fine and I wasn't depressed but I was very lonely and very sad and very disheartened by everything that was going on around me in life and the world and so towards the end of the summer I was like okay you know what I just need to kind of gear up and I wouldn't say bounce back but like kind of bounce back because I don't really like to dwell well in my emotions very much or for very long because I don't really see the point in it. Again, Scorpio thing, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's a Scorpio thing or maybe it's just a me thing. But I don't really like to dwell in my emotions for very long because I don't think it helps anything to just be like sad and emotional and crying and like weeping all the time. Like it does not fix anything for me at least. So I'm a very like kind of matter of fact, per- matter of fact person in my head where I'm like, okay, what's next? What are we going to do? What's going on? So I made that plan at the end of the year. I was like, okay, you know what? I've lost my job because of COVID and I'm not going to get mad and sad about it. I have money in my account. I'll be fine. Let me try and look for other jobs and see what's going to happen. Let me try and take a hold. Take a hold. Is that a word? I'm just going to say it is. Take a hold (laughs) of my health and try to hit the gym and work out because all I've been doing for the past eight months is literally eating and watching TV because there's nothing else to do. And these sweatpants cannot be my new uniform for the rest of my life. So I was like, okay, let me start working out. Spoiler alert, I did not work out. I think I gained another five or six pounds afterwards, but whatever. (laughs) Welcome to the club. But I was like, let me do that. Let me kind of figure out what's going on in my life. Find a little hobby to do. And at that point, I was like, let me move into a new apartment. (laughs) So I moved into a new apartment and started to redecorate. And I had got a new job at this great company that I can't say the name of because I'm not going to. And things were starting to look up for me. I was actually starting to work out and it's getting towards the end of the year. And I'm just hoping that next year is going to be a better year because 
why not hope for the best? I don't think 2021 is going to be this magical year that we're all hoping it's going to be, but it truly, fingers crossed, cannot get any worse than this past year. So let's hope for some good things for the next year. I think we should also let go of some things that didn't happen this year because I've spoken with like a lot of friends and family and also just random people because why not? What else is there to do besides speak with random people on Facebook and Facebook groups about life? I think we need to let go of some of the things that we didn't get to accomplish because of this year. And I feel like a lot of people, let me rephrase that, a lot of people have had a really crappy year and that's just, that's not an understatement, that's just fact. But there are also people who have had a really good year and it's been overshadowed by how crappy of a year it's been. There have been people who've gotten their health on track, who've taken care of their mental health, who've taken care of their... But there are also people who have had a really good year and it was overshadowed by 2020. There have been a lot of people who have gotten their health on track, their mental health as well, who have gotten better job opportunities, who have got to spend more time with their family and reconnect. There's been a, there's been people who've gotten married and engaged and have kids who didn't think that was going to happen for them. So there's been a lot of good things that's happened this year, but we just need to let go of it. I'm sure there are people who had plans this year to travel, to do a lot of fun things, to experience new things, maybe have new opportunities that they were going to work towards and that didn't happen. Maybe there was people who wanted to get their health on track, kind of get their body back. You know, we're all in the same boat. We just have to let it go because 2021 is gonna be a whole new freaking year for us. And I'm not one of those people who's like, new year, new me, what's my new accomplishment? I'm a new girl. Like you're not a new girl. You're the same girl from yesterday, but now you're putting on this weird weird vibe that you're new. You're not honey bun, sit down. What we can look forward to instead of making New Year's resolutions, are we just make some goals for the year. Simple goals. Wow, that sounds so weird. Simple goals for the year that we know we can accomplish, that we can look forward to without being like, oh, but if this doesn't get better, then I won't be able to accomplish it. Make smart goals, okay? This was like a thing that we did at like one of the places I worked. If I can hopefully try to remember, smart goals is like an acronym. It was, um, oh, was it? I think the S was for sustainable, M was for measurable, A attainable, R, I don't remember what the R is for, but T was time bound, like time sensitive. So you put like a time stamp on when you want it to be finished. I don't remember what the R was for. Sorry. It might be completely wrong. Someone's probably shouting at me. It's this. Well, thanks girl. Write in the comments. I think we should just make smart goals for next year. I know one of my goals is to make sure this podcast is successful in my eyes, which means posting every week and not being embarrassed or awkward or ashamed to to post on social media and just be consistent with it. That is my goal for next year. I want to have one episode out every single week, whether there is nothing to talk about whether it's just me babbling on about my day or my life. I want an episode every week and that to me will be successful. One of my other goals is to actually take better care of my health and stop shopping as much because as I said, and I've probably said like eight times already, I am one of those people like legitimately as I'm sure everyone has been talking about who just hasn't done anything this past year. All I've done was sit on the couch and watch a million TV shows and scroll through TikTok like a crazy person and just eat food. That's all I've done. And so I just want to get myself back to what I feel is healthy and comfortable for me. And I also want to get my skincare routine on flahik because I go into my job every single day and I have to wear a mask as you as you should. I have to wear a mask for like nine, 10 hours. I'm just breathing hot air onto my face. I've just started to break out, which I never really break out. I have fairly good skin, I must say. <laughs> Not to brag, but I have fairly good skin. That Those are my three goals. I think those are all completely attainable and whatever else the SMART goals was. I can't remember now and 
whatever. Hopefully you're going to do the same and make some great goals for yourself. I want to talk about some of my favorite moments of 2020. And I don't know if I should say favorite moments because some of them are like really sad and kind of really depressing. So maybe I should say the most memorable moments in my mind of 2020, whether that's in pop culture or just my personal life. I want to go through some memorable moments of 2020. I absolutely have to talk about Vanessa Hudgens beginning of like quarantine shutdown because I know everyone remembers this, but I saw a video on TikTok on it the other day and I was like, I can't believe that we have let this go and just completely forgotten about it. I have not forgotten about it. I feel like I think about it every single day when I saw that TikTok, I was like, thank God, this is not going to be forgotten. So if you don't know, Vanessa Ann Hudgens from High School Musical and literally nothing else. I'm sorry, Spring Breakers that happened in 2009. She posted a video like the second or third week of COVID or something like that of everything shutting down. And she was like, of course, people are going to die. But like, isn't that just life? Like, okay. She like went on a whole like rant. You can obviously tell she was high as can be. But she like went on this whole rant about how like, why are we stopping for this? Like people are going to die no matter what. And it was his hysterical that she thought that that was a good thing to post and then afterwards she was like oh I'm sorry I didn't mean it and then like went quiet for weeks and then randomly came back it was actually really funny the next time I saw her after that sorry I'm saying like I see her like she's my best friend the next time she appeared after that was during the WAP challenge I believe at least to me and she posted this like absolute thirst trap of a video where you could pretty much see her vagina when she was dancing and then somehow it was completely forgotten that like she said the most ridiculous insensitive thing and then continued on that's just some of the i wouldn't say cancellation i don't think she should be canceled for that but some of the things that celebrities say and somehow get away with astounds me to my core because if a regular person said that in like a just anywhere they would be brutalized by everyone and i'm sure she was but like you have a platform. You can't be saying these things. It's just an whatever. But that's one of the things that I will not forget about 2020 is Vanessa Hudgens being the most idiotic moron in the world. Another crazy thing that I also, I have to talk about is the free Britney Spears movement. That just came out of nowhere because Britney Spears has been kind of like erratic and a little bit crazy. Most of her career since like 2000, when did she have her breakdown? 2007? So like since 2005, she's always been a little bit crazy. And we're fine with that. You know, she kind of does her own thing. She kind of stays to herself. She just has her moments. And you know what? We all do. We all have our moments. And I'm glad no one is here to film me when I'm having my moments because ooh la la, I'll give Britney a run for her money. There was this free Britney movement where like, everything she posted they were like she blinked two times which means she has she only has two days left before this happens it was just insanity and i think people are still doing but not as aggressively as it was before because like at the height of it so many celebrities were posting as well free britney like help britney how do we help her how do we do this and it's like maybe she's just a weird person like i believe she's out of her i want to say conversion ship but i don't think that's the right word for it but whatever it is you know what i'm talking about i believe she got the rights or whatever it is to herself i don't really know the full story i do but i just don't remember it now but but I believe it's all good now. Her her dad isn't taking care of what he was before, but people are still posting. Like, oh, she's wearing a yellow shirt and we told her in the last message, if you're, if you're not happy or you're doing this, like wear a yellow shirt. Like we, we got to calm down. I love how this generation, 
They're like detectives on every single thing. But we've got to calm down a little bit. Maybe Brittany's just a weird person. Maybe that's just how she is. Like some people, I follow people on Facebook and Instagram who are just kind of weird. They'll post videos and I'm like, you don't have a friend that would tell you like, don't post that? And that's just how they are. Maybe Brittany's one of those girls. She's from the South. Those girls in the South are a little bit crazy. And I know that because I'm from Texas. A little bit crazy. They don't really realize you don't need to be doing that, you know? Another story that, again, took over 2020 for like two months was the Will and Jada entanglement. Like that is gonna be the word of 2020. If it's not COVID, it has to be entanglement because it shook the world. It really did. Because I feel like everyone knew that Will and Jada had like a weird relationship, but somehow they were still couple goals. Like you see the the photos of them on red carpets where he's like standing there with his arms wide open, just like showing her off. Like they always seemed like they had the perfect relationship on the outside, but you know, like some things were going on on the inside. And it was just very interesting for them to finally tell us, and mostly her, that she had had a relationship with August Asina. It was a weird time for them. I feel like one thing about the video, which I wish he kind of would have said, was his time when they weren't together because now there's all these i've seen it on tiktok so it's probably not real but it could be because they are detectives but there are all these videos of like the time that they were separated he was doing a movie with um margot robbie there was a lot of tension between the two and there's a lot of things going on they were saying that they had a thing at that time which i could see i could see it but during that video she was beating around the bush and i'm glad he was just like just say you guys had a relationship she's like no no we had an entanglement. I feel like if you watch the video, you'll know that was a perfect impersonation of her. But we still have not let it go to the point where they had to make a follow-up video afterwards of her explaining it again, their relationship. It was just so iconic for 2020. Like they did not have to address it. They usually don't address these types of things ever. Like everyone kind of has always said these things about them and they never say anything. They just kind of go on with their lives, but they decided to speak about it. And whether it was for good or bad, they've moved on. And I guess so have we, but I had to bring that up one more time because it's just insane. Also, one other thing before we get into the next crazy moment of the year, for me at least, I feel like we've noticed over the past year or two that a lot of celebrities have like open marriages or they have arrangements where certain things are fine and okay that they can do outside. They just don't speak about it. And it's so interesting to me because I feel like growing up looking at relationships, we never really delved too deep into them, especially on red carpets. We would see like, okay, this is dating myself a little bit, but you'd also see like Brad and Jennifer together. We have the perfect relationship. And when he cheated, it was like, oh my gosh, this and this and that. But we never really delved too deep into people's relationship once they kind of weren't together or there was an affair. It's like, he cheated, he's a monster, we can't forgive him. But now it's like, okay, maybe they just have an arrangement. Maybe they just have this. Maybe it's an open marriage. Maybe it's this. It's become so common over the past three or four years that we don't blink an eye. But like a few years ago, we were like, how could he do that? How could this sanctity of marriage, blah, blah, blah. But now it's like, okay, like open relationship, do you? As long as you two are fine with it, which is fine, as long as you two are fine with it. But it's just the way we regard marriage now is so different than how we did like literally four years ago. Okay, let me not get on a rant about that because that's gonna take a whole other turn that we don't need to get into. For me, I couldn't end this episode or this year without talking about Black is King. Now, I am obsessed with 
Beyonce. She is the love of my life. I'm in every fan group. I just, I can't live my life without Beyonce. And I remember hearing that Black is King was going to be a film on Disney Plus a year ago, I believe, is when it all came out. So I've just been, I've just been counting down the days, the minutes, the seconds, the milliseconds to when it's going to come out. And it absolutely did not disappoint. The TikTok videos, the choreography that we got from this master piece was insane. If it does not win a Grammy in February, I'm already done with the Grammys because they've snubbed me too many times. They really have. I'm 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 gonna pop off that someone if she does not win for best whatever it's called. I really don't remember what it's called whenever you is it film? Something like that. Whatever it is, if she doesn't win, I'll lose my mind because the story, the direction of it, the outfits, everything about it was insane. Absolutely insane. Absolutely gorgeous. Giving us everything we didn't know we needed or could ever think of. And that's just Beyonce. That's just how she is. That's how her mind works. The creativity that's just flowing through her fingertips. Ah, I'd pay valuable money for it. Just an ounce of what's in her fingertips. Just, just, just a bit, bit of ounce. But I have to end with Beyonce and Black is King because I feel like it didn't get as much hype as it should have, which I think it did because it came out in like July or whatever. And it was chef's kiss, gorgeous. But then I think that's one thing about Beyonce is that she does immaculate work and we say how great it is for a few days and then we just kind of forget about it. But we keep saying how amazing she is and how this is and that, but we don't really give her the respect she deserves because the song Spirit was snubbed yet again, I believe last year at the, either it was the Emmys or the Golden Globes and she lost, oh no, it was the Oscar, sorry. And she lost against Elton. John, which don't get me started on that. Do not get me started on that. It's the most beautiful song. It just touches your heart. It makes you want to weep in your mother's arms. Weep, I tell you. And the fact that she did not win for that is disgusting disgusting to me. So if she does not win a Grammy for Black is King, she gets no respect for the work that she put in. I'll, I don't want to be dramatic, but I'll murder someone at the Grammys. I will do it because it's just ridiculous at this point. You can give out Grammys to everyone else, but you can't give it to my queen. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be done talking about this, but to me, those are some of the crazy stories that happened this year. And I had to just remind people some of the crazy things that we experienced this year. There are other things such as their Kardashians ending, but they're also starting again with Hulu next year. We're not gonna forget that, but we just have to talk about how crazy this year has been. And I'm hoping that we're all looking forward to 2021. We're gonna make some smart goals for ourselves. We're gonna be a little bit happier. We're gonna be a little bit easier on ourselves and just go on into this year with high hopes. I don't think there's anything wrong with going into 2021 with a little bit more, a little bit more pizzazz than we usually would, because why not? Let's just do it together. Okay, let's just hold hands and we're gonna jump to 2020. One, I'm gonna talk to you guys in the new year. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode and goodbye, my dears.